word of the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's words of the day are green-eyed, that is an adjective meaning jealous, envious, or distrustful. Green-eyed. Kind of uh, appropriate given the day. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> and then, Flan, your uh, word of the day, unofficially brought to you by UrbanDictionary.com, is on ice, which loosely translates to just chillin'. Oh, that's even better. I like that one. That's my motto for life. Just on ice. On ice. We'll stay on ice. Um, it's St. Patrick's Day and you're not wearing green. Yeah, I haven't worn green all day. Why? I don't have it. Green looks bad on me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Right. You know where I do have green, though? Where? Underneath my skin and my blood. What? I, I bleed oh, green. Okay, yeah, I bleed are, Irish. You are Irish. So I was going to say, with a, so with F a, off, y'all. With a name like Flanagan, you'd kind of hope so, right? Damn right. I mean, I just got a tattoo. I just got a little, little green dot tattoo right here, a small one. So I'm always wearing green on St. Patrick's Day. I don't have to wear it. So I don't actually wear green. You are green. Or I just get it on my back so nobody can see. I can't see it. And Inside nope. and outside. Yeah. Get two M's tatted on your butt cheeks. So when you spread it, it says mom. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Yikes. <laughs> or when a Winnie the Pooh on one cheek and he's pointed to your, your ball saying, hey, Pooh, you in there? All right. No. Uh, good show today, despite those terrible jokes. All right, you ready, Flynn? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's get it on. See me rolling Tupac, I'ma get it on my own Had to move away to get me closer to the ocean Seashell, had to get it myself At the house since a young and I've been paying my bills For the longest I don't need you, all you niggas see through Round up motherfuckers, I can wait through Too much money to be making, need it wide Work for myself like all you niggas sign it Nigga, you probably can Google me, eh? Dr. Bob, what did you do to me, eh? Wake up, like, what are you doing today? I'm making first to economy, eh? I'ma go back to hiatus. If these juice won't play this, might die, might die. RP to my day. Cohort Sports Report, Gas Bags with Fun Facts, the show by Regular Joes for Regular Joes, sponsorship free, because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. My name is Jeff Woodworth, I'm joined in the garage by my co-host and good friend Brendan Flanagan. Yes. How's it going, Flan? It is going. Yeah. Zags are a one seed, which I was surprised by, which is, but is good for uh, little K Flan who goes against Zaga. Dropping a... I'm still disappointed... The Wildcats didn't make it, though. Not so subtle hints about what we will be talking about later on in Wildcats the show. Wildcats should have made it, though. 
Okay. The Wildcats should have made it. Um, Chico State. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. Aren't they D2? I don't know. Yeah, as as well, thankfully, the Seawolves didn't get in. It's our biggest rival. So. D2, they're both two. The Seawolves, the Cinema State Sonoma Seawolves State didn't make it in. So thankfully, we're good. So we're good. No, they are not eligible for the tournament. Anything's possible with God. So. <laughs> Anything's possible. Get out of here. All right. Uh, yeah, we got a full show. Uh, Flan, you were gone on Wednesday. You were with some family business. Uh, I was getting a new phone, so I used that as an excuse to not do anything because I just wanted to learn to play with a new phone. Is that cool? Fancy. There's no home button on it. It's XR. It's crazy. How do you even get to the home then if you're on like a Twitter or something like that? Boom. Swipe up. Face ID. Unlocks the phone. You punch in your passcode. But yeah, you just swipe up and it gets you out. Of, it acts like if you hit the home button twice. Oh, really? It's revolutionary. Or so they say. We'll see. All right. Uh, we'll let's have get this thing for a while now, though. I'm not going to lie. Let's go. Let's get to the first talking point here. Uh, did you hear about what happened between... Um, well, actually, just there's two points here that, that are encompassed under one umbrella. We're going to say rabbit ears for talking oh. points because James Dolan had a little interaction with a fan. James Dolan, the owner I of the New York about Knicks. This. Yes. It was pretty stupid, actually. Just the whole thing where the fan screamed out, sell the team. And he said, is that what you Sources think? have told me he's not selling the team, by he's the way. He's not that's, selling that's the team. That's they have told me. Unfortunate for Knicks fans uh, that Flan sources have un- informed yeah, us too that bad. they will not be selling the team. Um, but yeah, I think it's just so funny how he got so bothered by it. He said, "Oh, is that it?" The guy, the fan, even said, "That's my opinion." And and Dolan says, "No, it's not." But it's actually yes. That's that's an opinion that he's allowed to have. And just because you got salty about it, he then banned the fan from Madison Square Garden. What are your thoughts on that? I was I was uh, low key very jealous of the fans. I've been wanting to do that to Jed York for about the <laughs> last five years. He got the message across. Yeah, I've I've wanted to do that to Jed York for the longest time and just yell in the solo team and be like, yeah, and then kick me out and be like, my job here is done. Because who would I want to go back to that shit stadium anyway? But uh, yeah, good for the fan. I mean, it's it's always dope when um the owners kind of get a taste of humble pie. At least they kind of seem like they're invincible with all that power they got. I believe the last time the Knicks won a playoff series at home, or I mean, just a playoff <coughs> series in general, was two thousand. Talking about a championship of seventy five or seventy six, something like that. Yeah, wasn't but it? the last time they just won a playoff series in general was uh, two thousand and one. <laughs> so, or maybe it's two thousand four. Either one of those dates are sticking out in my head. I think I'm getting that. Can you um, like how I can't even the way if Kyrie and KD go, the amount of immediate intention they'll go to the LA Lakers and the New York Knicks will be insane. I don't know that they would want to go to New York and play for Dolan. Organiza- yeah, the organization is pretty shittily run. You see an example. I right would there. let me see but I wouldn't mind if they they end up going to like the Clippers or something like that. Yeah. But like it'd be so funny if Dolan just, just doesn't get anything. Them or the Lakers. It'd be nice to see new basketball brands get built because that's the thing is I feel like fans Or like they team up and go to like Dallas or something like that. No, that won't but yeah, I, I get what or you're Miami, saying. Or Miami because Wade's gone. Mm, but does Miami have the cap room? Oh, that's right. Oh, they kind of they put a lot in like Drogic and all those guys. Drogic, yes. I don't, no. I don't know. I mean, it's beyond me. I'm what's not no, what's another guy. What's another big market? Boston's gonna probably trade their entire house for AD. Uh, another big market, Chicago. But that's another franchise that's not. It's never been nice to its players. Not so lately, Jordan though, right? No, even when as Jordan far back was there. Jordan, yeah, really. That's the reason why he went away. Um. So it's just, it's going to be, I don't know. As an owner, you, you should 
you should be open to criticism because it's your job to employ people there to put a product out there. You know, like the better your team does, the more people are going to want to see it. The more I would love make. to own a team. Yeah, and uh, I would do, and I would do my due diligence in making sure that that team was a winner. And well, my thing, I would, my thing, there. I would do, I would make sure I would be one of those guys. I know I'm not. I'm. I'm. I know sports. But I don't know it like to that capacity. So I'd probably get whatever sport it would be. But I get like a baseball operations guy or yeah, and then have him run the whole side of it. But you like, but I just I don't get the owners that literally just want all the credit when they have done all they do is just pay them a paycheck. Yeah, it's it's an I ego thing. I get so thing. annoyed with it's that. It's an ego thing. Like um, the one thing that annoys me the most is when they win the NFC Championship game or the Super Bowl, and the first person that gets to hold the trophy is the owner. It's like, what the hell did you do to even get that trophy? They own the team. Yeah, I don't. I just I'd be like, if I was the owner, I'd be like, yeah, have my head coach or have the MVP grab it first, they not me. They employed everybody that is there. They ah, were so the annoying. I, I I remember when Jed York grabbed that uh the one they won in twenty twelve or th- I guess thirteen to go to the Super Bowl. I was just like, damn you. Ruffled your feathers. Damn you, York. You should be touching that damn thing. Uh, next up on the talking point under rabbit ears, we have Russell Westbrook versus a fan. And normally, I'm very critical of Westbrook's game. Um, I was at first when this video got posted last week. We're doing a little bit of catching up here on the talking points. Uh, where he threatened a fan and his wife. I honestly don't have a problem with it because the fan instigated it. I think the fan knows that he was wrong. The fan did a little... Uh, he, uh, supposedly the you know you've heard the reports you read the reports get down on your knees like he used to uh and then the fan was trying to say he was saying ice your knees and you know it's just it's, it was a bad look for both westbrook and uh utah but um i you know i don't understand why he was listening to the fan in the begin to begin with you know you were beating the jazz uh you've had a history with the utah jazz fans with the cell phone now this they're gonna k- keep hollering at you because they they managed to get a reaction out of you, which is what they what their end game is. And then there was also a video of him playing uh, in Utah last playoffs where another fan uh, called him boy, with a with a little racial tone there. And uh, it's just you know I mean Matt Barnes tweeted out and said Utah has the most racist fans uh, in the NBA. I have heard that in the past. Yeah, which the is most interesting. Racist. <laughs> it's very very interesting. A bunch of Mormons out there <laughs> that just do not like. Which is kind of funny because it's like you know your best players, your best, your two best players, uh, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell are black. Last time I checked, those are two black guys. <laughs> yeah. So maybe is that one of theirs? Or it's like it's ours versus theirs. And then uh, what kind of kind of. Like, Context, you saying they're ours. one of them. They're one of them. So they don't. But the one of them, or are, or are those racist fans looking at it like those are our boys? And they said the emphasis is on know. our. You know, we're getting like, way too deep. Because my say, brain an, wrapped around that. In an owner type, di- yeah, no, it's it's just it was. I didn't like <sighs> Dolan. Dolan is a little bit worse um, for me because it's an owner that's freaking out and he's banning, uh, he's banning a fan, a patron that comes and pays money to to see his team. Westbrook was, in, you know, instigated by a fan. Um, he should have never let that happen in the first place. But uh, the fan has since been banned from the arena, and Westbrook was fined $25,000. I don't know who to believe. Because Westbrook had a story, then they talked to the fan. I guess, I guess it was the fan. It was a completely different story. Well, the fan was all about it until – well, the thing is, is, like, when people did a deep dive on who the fan was, because he appeared on a news, a news broadcast shortly after, you know, after the game yeah. he was interviewed, uh, they went and they found an old Twitter account that had a bunch of racially uh, really? sensitive tweets that were aimed at that ain't, that ain't gonna help you. <laughs> that are aimed at a certain Russell Westbrook. And one of the tweets was, "Somebody should tell our uh, uh, Westbrook should go back to where he came from." Hashtag MAGA. And I just think to myself, I'm like, you don't have to dig very deep because when they're gonna jump out and expose themselves like that, because first off, Russell Westbrook's from Los Angeles. 
I mean, technically Long Beach, but he's from the L.A. area. Yeah. So you want him to go play for the Lakers or the Clippers? Like, what's that supposed to mean, you know? But, yeah, he had some very insensitive tweets that did not help his case, and he has uh, since deactivated his social media. So, uh, <laughs> But it looks like Westbrook's moved on from it, and, you know, it was just one of those things where it's interesting. I, I, I get mad at James Dolan more than I do for Russell Westbrook, even though neither one of them should be listening to anybody that's hollering at them. So, um, all right, next up on the talking points, we have the NFL free agency. And I don't know if you heard, Flan, but there was a trade or something that went down. Uh, what are your... <laughs> Love a, good, love a good trade. With Odell Beckham Jr. Love a good the, trade. One of the Browns. What are your thoughts on what the Niners are doing so far? Um, Niners, uh, I like what they're doing, personally. I think the D4 trade was a big help to the team. Um, they've been, they had a real need at a, at a uh, edge rusher. And a lot of people, a lot of the Niners fans are saying how they need Earl Thomas, Earl Thomas and all this, like another safety or something like that, but... I don't know, but they, they, I mean, it would help, but when they got a decent pass rush in the last four games of the season, their secondary kind of, like, they helped out a lot with their secondary, so maybe this will help out the D4 make their secondary better, too, on top of that, kind of like a trickle-down effect. Um, what about Quan? Quan <laughs> uh, was interesting. Um, I think if he, he fits the mold of the kind of linebacker they want, a fast linebacker that can get up field quick and cover. We had a lot of missed tackles, and then he just came off an ACL injury. So we'll see. Um, I'm not gonna put any thing on him yet, but uh, I think it's a wait and see kind of thing with him. What I thought was interesting was, uh, I mean, obviously we knew about the Antonio Brown getting traded to Oakland deal. Um, aside from the Odell uh, trade happening, actually, the funny thing about that Antonio Brown wasn't didn't like Mayock say he was before the trade even went official. He was in the room like studying film with. Or something like that. I believe it was tough to keep up with that story because I'd also heard that the deal wasn't in place until after the Buffalo deal fell apart. That's when the Raiders really got oh, their really? act together. Yeah. Um, so the Odell Beckham trade happened. That's crazy. I mean, the Browns are going to look great on paper, but I just don't understand how that's going to come together. The Bra- the same GM that's working for the Browns right now put together that Kansas City roster that, well, that's coming apart at the seams right now. So Is... um. Is the Browns GM, is he... John Dorsey. Uh, oh, John Dorsey? Yeah. Oh, never mind. He kind of looks like a really f- uh, fat that? and old uh, John Malkovich. That's uh, really what he looks like to me. Look, I was thinking of the uh, Niners GM from the, from 2000s, like the, oh, like the mid-2000s, and it, he's probably... Oh, damn it. Le'Veon a- Bell. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> Le'Veon signing a four-year, $52.5 million deal with the Jets, of which, like, uh, $30 million <laughs> is guaranteed or something like that. And it's like the Steelers were offering you a, a way nicer deal. That doesn't make sense to me. Uh, he did not make mo- back the money that he, he avoided, or, you know, that $14.5 uh, Well, it million. just sounds like now all he wanted was years. He didn't really, I mean, if he got the money, sure, but it sounds like all he wanted was just security and amount of years he could more, how many more years he could play. Unless the Jets deal is where they're paying him money over a steadier, you know, four years, because what the Steelers do is they tend to front load those contracts. Yeah. So... The same stuff. That's, that what, a lot, that's, that's, what, a, that's what a lot of the Niner tr- contracts have been very that's front loaded. The same stuff I've given you guys crap for. That's what we do. So you know, it's just that's how it is. Um, other free agents of note. I well, that's what I was saying. Do you have anything oh. else? Sorry, that was supposed <laughs> to be. A, that was supposed to be a cue for you. Awkward silence right there. Um, we'll deal with it. There's another free agent that stood out. Uh, it's a Francesa moment. Dante Moncrief to the Steelers. 
That's I a like good it. one. I like it. It's not. It's definitely not replacing Antonio Brown, but I d- I can dig. I I can dig with it. Uh, uh what was it? C.J. Mosley went to the Jets. C.J. Mo- yep. I was. Because was wasn't Anthony Barr going to the Jets as well, and then he backed out to go back to Minnesota. I believe that's sure. what happened. Yes. And Earl Thomas is going to be a Baltimore. That's going to be an interesting division, honestly, the AFC North. I love how everybody's talking about the Browns, the Browns, the Browns. I'm like, well, they have to beat the Steelers first off. When then the other division wins that they got were against. They got to the, beat the Ravens first. Well, the Ravens are the ones that won the division, right? Yeah. But the, <laughs> the Ravens, I mean, the Ravens are an interesting case on their own because they lost a lot of defensive players, mm-hmm. you know, playmakers there. Um, they're they're just like the the Steelers. They they draft well. Yes, yes. Th- that's why it's usually the Steelers and the Ravens that are running that division. Um, the Bengals have just committed to losing. Uh, they they lost both game or the Browns beat the Bengals twice last year, but it was Jeff Driscoll at quarterback, not Andy Dalton. Uh, they beat the Ravens once, and that was with Joe Flacco as a quarterback who would later be benched. They lost to Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's coming back. And then they tied and lost to the Steelers. So it's like this whole talk of them making the playoffs. It's like I think the Jets have a better chance of making the playoffs over um, the Browns because the Browns, while they definitely close the gap on on the teams in their division, like the, with the Steelers, with the Ravens, um, the Jets have distanced themselves from mediocrity in the Dolphins, who are clearly tanking, and the Bills, who haven't been able to do anything. Like you're not going to be able to touch the Patriots, but you're getting close now. So it's exciting to be a Jets fan. But the Browns. Yeah, but when you say close, they're like still two, three years away. Though. Uh maybe a year or two. I would say this is be a, this would be a year where they double their win total from last year. These both the Browns and Jets should play about five hundred football. How many wins did the Jets get last year? I think only five, four oh, okay. or five. Yeah. So this, that's what I'm saying. Those these are be teams that'll be one game under five hundred or five hundred. Uh, the Brown, but the Browns. To think I forgot Gase is the coach too now, right? Yeah, to think that the Browns are going to win the division is asinine. They still got to beat Pittsburgh and and Baltimore. I don't think it's asinine. I think it's reasonable to think they could win it because their defense was pretty solid last year, and they're having a weapon. And then they also they have these rookies that are really good that are stepping up too. Okay, what happens when Baker, with his attitude problems, starts favoring? I don't one, know. I think the attitude were pretty put to bed his rookie year. Either one of Jordan. You're just no. trying to make a, You're trying to say something just to just to like nope, mind no, trick no, yourself. No, no, you no, not no, think no, they're no. not a threat. Nope. Nope. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm just you saying are. There's a lot of personality on that offensive side of the ball, of which we saw in Pittsburgh. If you're the thing was Jarvis the thing, Landry, the one thing I loved about Baker, Baker May, the one thing I've loved about Baker Mayfield so far, he's so damn loyal to that team and that franchise oh, right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. He'll do. It seems like he'll do anything for that team. Huge chip on his shoulder. Yeah, I, 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 I don't. I think his his off field. Well, if there were any off field, I don't know if there were any like serious off field problems, but I think those were all put to bed his rookie year. He had a. He was really uh, he's impressive to me. Yeah, what team won uh free agency thus far? Do you think? Um, I don't know. I I besides the Antonio Brown, I really like the Lamarcus Joyner signing for the Raiders. Okay. Though they paid him a lot of money, but um, and they also got Tyrell Williams. But they paid Trent Brown a lot of money too. Yeah. Um, Trent Brown solved the Niners. I think it just depends on what your scheme is for him. I just want I I want people to think about the three teams that were the most active during this free agency period: the Niners, the Raiders, uh, actually the four teams really: Niners, Raiders, Browns, and the Jets. And ni- not none of those teams have been good nor relevant for the past what five years. And yeah. that's no knock on you, but it's just it's what Uncle Colin said earlier in the week, man. You can win headlines right now, but. 
I don't know if that's going to mean that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be winning games later on in the season. You got a first year head coach there in Cleveland too. So, I'm not I trying think, to I talk think it all depends. I think I think it all depends cuz I mean, you can the, the thing Jets with with, case. The, with those teams though, you they all have a lot of cap room. It's not like they have they're just all of a sudden they're gone from like the Niners still have 46 million in cap room. Yes, no, they have a ton of money. Yeah, they could still make some moves. There's a lot of free agents. I have a list right here. You want to go just you guys need wide receivers, right? So here's a list of the wide receivers that are still available. Uh, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, Crabtree, Dontrell Inman, Chris Hogan, Rashard Matthews, Mike Wallace, Pierre Garçon, Aldrick Robinson, Michael Floyd, Kelvin Benjamin, uh, Jermaine Curse, Ryan Grant, Russell Shepard, Terrence Williams, Demarius Thomas, DeAnthony Thomas, Des Bryant. I mean, these aren't like. Th- I mean, well, I know, but, but like, I think the the thing is that people people go through fringy fringy trying to get cornerstone players when no cornerstone players come through the draft. These right? are all guys that you could get on one to two year prove it type contracts. No, I know, but you're but you're saying this whole thing about the, like they never it never works out in free agency. That's because I think a lot of teams try to get cornerstone players to their franchise through free agency, and you just don't. And you end up just getting bad contracts. Yeah, yeah. but I mean. Those, uh, I think there's, I think there's an exception to this. I mean, maybe it's not. I'm just saying this. I'm a Niner fan, but the D Ford one, because mm-hmm. he's what 27, 28. Yes, around there. I don't know. I mean, maybe the I don't know. I think maybe the big d- contracts too they get kind of like puts them in a, like complacent or something. I don't know. But the uh, two, I'm saying the two worst teams that are going to be in the NFL next year will be the Miami Dolphins and the New York Giants, and there will be no question about that. Yeah. Um I mean, that's my at least my hot takes for right now. And those are both two teams that are going to be tanking for Tua because the Dolphins do not have a quarterback and the Giants are looking to move on from one, but they don't have an excuse. The only way they're going to be able to replace Eli is if they decide to go with this prodigal quarterback in Tua Tagovailoa. And, uh, what about the Oregon quarterback? Herbert? I'm just, come on. He could have come out last year, and he didn't. So I'm not too convinced on him. And any of one of those wide receivers, they're obviously on the older side. They're vets. But those are guys that you can get for team-friendly contracts, and they can still produce, um, you know. So I'm not I'm not saying that was, like, your only options there, but those were the names that were sticking out. Okay, and then one team that I think has lost the free agency period, pretty much just any team that didn't have money to begin with, kind of like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, there's not a team that's going to be making a whole bunch of moves there. Uh, mm-hmm. The Dolphins would be another one. But then again, Dolphins and Giants, those are two teams that are tanking. So I think that's pretty cl- uh, clear-cut as to who um, who won and lost free agency thus far. I don't know when free agency window officially closes. I guess that would be right around the draft time then, I guess. All right, next up on Talking Points, we have the NCAA March Madness brackets were released. And, Flan, do you know the uh, top four number one seeds? So UNC, Duke, Virginia, and Gonzaga? Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what do you think about your Gonzaga Bulldogs' chances? Um, well, they're probably the classic, get to the Sweet 16 and f- lose. <laughs> they made it all the way to the Final Four last year, right? Two years ago. Two years ago, my bad. Um, I don't know. I like them. They definitely didn't show up against St. Mary's in the conference tournament, which was a little upsetting. <laughs> had a l- someone had a wager on them. <laughs> but, um, you know, I still believe Mark Few. I like coaching in uh, – in the tournament, and obviously, it's just it's a total crapshoot when it comes to picking games. Because the one thing I have noticed when it comes to picking games, it's all and more than not. It's like the one and the two seats are usually the ones that are in the final four. The ones and twos. Yeah, one you get twos an occasional, and occasional three, but one and twos are the ones that are usually in the final four. 
Yeah. Like if you want like three of your four picks, they they'd be like they'd be like one or two seeds. I mean, you can't just have like a, more than more than most time. No, no five seeds gonna come in, and or I mean, every once in a while you have the Loyola Chicago come in, but for the most part, I've noticed in the last three or four years, it's mostly just one and two seeds. Florida's a ten seed. I have. I think they're gonna win the first round against Nevada. Uh huh. And then they'll lose to Michigan. I will say though, Nevada has a player. I Not. It's Nevada has a player on there that is absolutely huge. I don't know what his name is, but I remember watching one of their games. I was like, "Holy!" Ooh, I'll be off on work. I'll be off on work in time for that too. That'd be dope. Yeah. Nice little nap in. Okay, so yes, Duke, Virginia, UNC, and Gonzaga—the number one seeds. You're playing games. Um, I don't know. I I can't remember if what NCCU and NDSU stand for. I think M- it's North, North Dakota State and. My problem with the playing games, I feel like if you win, if people that have playing games should have been teams that did not win their conference. I feel like if yes, you win your conference, yes. should not be put in those That's games. That's hella messed up. Yeah, right? Because you you're not technically in the play. You're not you in should the be dance, guaranteed yeah. that you lose your first round game, not yeah. that you have to play the play-in play game. Because yeah. whoever wins that NCCU and NDSU, it stands no chance against Duke. But like, like I think one of those teams won, and the other team didn't win their conference tournament, or maybe both. I'm not sure if both did or not. But like, I feel like you have to like if they're playing a playing game, you have to have not won your conference, or you just have to be a really shitty team that got fi- like caught fire during your conference tournament. Like if you're a 500 team all year, and then somehow I you also just wonder like if those 16 seeds, if they're are they really better than like an Indiana school? What do you mean? Like you have to, like what name 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 a 16 seed? Uh-huh. Like, that's like a, like an out of nowhere team. Uh, hey, you, no, you never heard it before. Oh shoot, Iona. That's a 16 seed. I've heard of them, but there's there's one. I've heard of I've heard of Iona, but I'm just saying that's a 16 seed. Iona's going up against UNC. But like like there's there's one in a playing game that's like um. That says NCCU and NDSU. There's another one that was really weird. It was like it was like it was a uh, FDU Fairly Dickinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah Fairly Dickinson. I'm like, yeah. I was thinking myself, is, are they really better than Indiana to have made the tournament? Well, that's who Indiana. could be playing against Gonzaga. So. Well, I'm just saying like I'm just thinking I'm like are, I guess I don't know. I feel like so you're. Two 16 seeds are playing game, and then we. Have but you know what I mean, like that 16 seed, like some r- no name 16. No, I got what you're saying. It's like yeah. I, I kind of wonder if those teams actually better than like a, a team from a Power Five conference that just didn't get in. Well, I wonder if they do that with the 11 seed too, because Belmont's gonna be playing Temple, and I'm pretty sure Belmont might have won their conference tournament. No, Murray, Murray State did. Oh, okay, my bad. All right, and then you have ASU going up against uh, St. John's, so for another 11 seed in the West. I think that'll be an interesting game, and the winner of that has to take on the University of Buffalo. So I think if there's one, um, obviously we're going to do our tournament predictions on the Wednesday show. Yep. We're going to do our – we'll fill out our own personal brackets as yep. to what we think is going to go on. And then I think – I'm just workshopping this right now. I think for a show bracket, we should pick solely based off of mascots. So what would win in a fight when they, take, when they, <laughs> when they square off against each other? And we'll just see if it works. We'll just see if it works. Sounds good to me. Cause uh, what's the what's the Syracuse? Is it just the Syracuse orange? I think a bear beats orange anytime. Just beat. That's it, my favorite color. Just de- devours it. That's my favorite color. Really though. interesting. Oh, yeah. I tie for blue and green. All right. Um. Uh, yeah. So we won't make any predictions. Just uh, God, I I'd be fascinated to know how they come up with this and how they pin teams together. But I do agree with you that if you win your conference tournament, you should have a rock solid game in the first round i'm not sure if they do that that'd be something to look up uh because obviously we don't have that we didn't do that type of depth and research and knowledge uh but i mean at least you at least you appear on our brackets (laughs) it's a win 
All right, uh, now it is time for Tim Brown's stat of the day. And we are joined by a friend of the show, friend, or show statistician, if you will, Tim Brown. Tim, how's it going since the last time we caught up with you? Uh, s- swell. Swell. <laughs> he says swell, Flan. Are you buying that? Uh, I'm always looking for a good swell. Okay. Uh, different kinds of swell there. Tim, can you hit us with your fact of the, or stat of the day? Uh, I have two stats for you today oh, because okay. you didn't want to do a show on Wednesday because you're all by yourself. And no, and I was getting a new know. phone. I was getting a new phone and playing <laughs> with my new phone. He wasn't by himself. He wasn't by himself. Get a new phone. A new phone. He was all by himself. Yeah, because we were supposed to have cousin John on and he canceled, and I was like, all right, nah, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting a new phone. I just no, 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 no. You want a new phone? You want? You were getting a new yeah, phone. Yeah, I was getting a new phone. phone. I was too busy. <laughs> that's that's I was all. Too busy. Just leave it at that. Leave it at that. All right, stats <laughs> of the day, please. Uh, Jeff is very easily confused and gets his mind blown at certain hours of the night. I found that one out. What was that Friday night we were talking? It was a. I mean, it was a very long day from working. I get up early, and by the end of the day, I'm pretty tired and delirious. So yeah, there could have been something oh. going on. I'm not exactly 100 okay. percent sure, but yeah, go ahead. Is that is that right. one of your stats of the day? That's one of my stats. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> The other stat is that during the 1998 season, Sammy Sosa hit 66 home runs, and 20 of them came in the month of June alone. Oh, Damn. Wow. Actually, yeah, I'm not even going to give a sarcastic wow. Like, that's impressive. So he had, 40, was, he had 44 in April, May, July, August, September. Yes. Yep. That's what that means. Or 46, I mean. Yep, and so very so impressive. June, he just said, "I'm gonna hit a home run because basically every game. <laughs> vitamins are very good for me. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Um, all right, Tim. So moving on from the stat, did you watch UFC Fight Night 147? Oh, that three-piece combo with a soda. Oh, jeez, that was that was something else there. Um, I did not. I missed the Leon Edwards Gunnar Nelson fight because we were having family over for a little get together. Uh, so that one went all three Pretty rounds. Pretty boring. Pretty boring. Okay, I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I missed it. Um, and then the next one that there's worthy talking about is uh, Jorge Masvidal saying good night or putting Darren Till to sleep. That was impressive. That was video game esque. It was. I think yeah, you texted me right after that, just two with the two little shots after it. Just that's like that's what they let you get away with in the UFC video game. Well, it was one of those. He hit him with the left overhand that knocked him out hit him with another left on his way down, and then his head smacked the mat in a very disgusting manner. And he followed it up with one hammer fist, I want to say. And the the amazing part to me was the look on the fans' faces behind or in the background. <gasps> I think I sent you the picture of the one girl that I was referring to when we were talking about it. It was on Instagram or Instagram, one of those. Snap face. Snap face. Snap face book. Yeah. It was yeah. in London, right? Yeah. It was at the O2 Arena. Yes. And, uh, yeah, he, uh, he knocked him out Fan, around early the, from what I thought. But The man was out on his feet and was just continued to fall deeper into a sleep as he fell to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, I think I saw that. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then was, when he was out cold, the guy came and just cocked him one more time. Yep, yep. Clocked him, not cocked him. Yeah, there you go. Very <laughs> Freudian, Freudian slip. <laughs> Tell what's on his mind. All right. Um, so next up, I wanna we're going to continue to pepper you with these topics here. Uh, Bryce Harper had an injury scare in spring training, and that would just be – I mean, not that I wish injury on him, but, geez, wouldn't that be so uh, anticlimactic and almost somewhat expected 
uh, for this guy to get hurt after signing a fat, juicy contract like that. I'm still intrigued to see what the Philadelphia fans think of him during his first home game. Is he going to get there, though? Because I heard he came back in the lineup now. It was just a bone, yeah, or it was just a leg contusion that they were worried about. Fancy way of saying leg bruise. bruise. Yeah, yeah, he had a bruise. Okay. He had a boo-boo. His mom had to kiss it for him. Um, but Philadelphia is notorious for just ragging on players, even their own players that rag on. So with all the reports coming out earlier in the offseason, they didn't want to sign with Philadelphia. I'm intrigued to see how he gets treated there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there could be. It'd be one of those things where I could see Philadelphia fans being like, we're happy we got you, but what the hell took so long? Why Not only that, but if he doesn't produce, like imagine if uh, Stan went to Philadelphia and oh. had the year that he had last year. Sure, he had a great season overall, but if he had turned in that year in Philadelphia, he, they're telling the ownership to trade him. That, like that Pablo and Boston deal. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Alex Gonzalez in Boston. Last yeah. topic here to pepper you with. Uh, the Champions League quarterfinal draws have been announced. Champions. Uh, the ta- or Tottenham versus Man City, Liverpool versus Porto, Man United versus Barcelona, and then Ajax versus Juventus. What are your thoughts on that? Everybody's saying that this might be the – well, people are saying that this is going to be the first time that we get to see Messi versus Cristiano in the Champions League, but – Juve oh. looked pretty sad in their first game against uh, uh, Atletico, and then Cristiano had the one-man show. i got to be completely honest. I haven't been watching any of these games because they're on at odd hours anyway throughout the day. They're on at, like, noon our time during the week, right? Like on Tuesdays and mm-hmm. Wednesdays. Yeah. So, sorry, at work then. But um, So do I, but I still managed to, you know, Stay in touch, and I can, yeah, I guess I could. I'll, I'll peep the highlights after this. Go on Bleacher Report and set your push notifications and follow Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> they like broadcast the games on Bleacher Report too. Yeah, uh, I think it costs more, but if you have a, I know for Comcast you could stream whatever on your phone. Boo! So. I don't want anything to cost more. Get out of here. Come yeah. on, we do this. Well, on, then, we do this on a budget. Why would we want to pay for the Champions League coverage? all right tim any more parting wisdoms before we uh speak with you again on wednesday wednesday is bracket day so uh have your have your bracket ready why (laughs) okay (laughs) don't have it ready we're doing we're gonna do a personal bracket you know see who can who can pick the games right and then we're also gonna do a show bracket where we just decide based off of mascots who advances oh Right, well, so like case. LSU versus Yale, Tigers versus a Bulldog. You know, while Yale might be a, a possible upset there in the bracket, heads up for anybody listening who wants to put money down on that. That's a very good pick right there. Uh, LSU would, in fact, win that because, you know, Tiger Tiger beats the Bulldog in that instance. Mm. Is that uh, is that interesting you at all? Intrigued? No? Sure, yeah. Okay. I mean, a Tiger doesn't beat a tuna fish, that's for sure. Okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, who's a t- wait? Who's a tuna fish? Who's a tuna? You, oh my goodness! Please, Flynn, inform him if you know what movie that's from. The tiger beats a no. A tiger doesn't beat a tuna fish. I don't know. Really yeah, he doesn't know what it's from either. Oh, it's the I can't remember the name of it, but it's Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell in that cop movie there. Oh, uh, other guys. Yeah, I, I like that movie. That. Come on, all right. You ever seen it? No. Wow, that's a funny one. No, sorry. Aim for the bushes, baby. Okay. 
<laughs> All right. Thank you, Tim. We will talk to you on Wednesday. Sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sounds like a plan. I look forward to it, but if it's anything like the last one, it's just going to be a big letdown. No, no, it won't be. Buying got... your sister a phone and No, no, no. Well, she, got, she got part of the, she got the bonus on that because it was buy one, get one at AT&T, so she got the free phone. Um, still going to try and suck her into a couple payments for my phone. Just going <laughs> to chirp her like, hey, you know, I did get you a nice, you know, $1,000 phone for free. So, all right. Um, yeah, Tim. Wednesday, also, Tokyo series begins Mariners A's regular baseball season. It does count. It's not the opening day for every team, but it is their opening day. Mm-hmm. No, no, we'll be paying attention to that. Uh, we can talk on that, and then we'll also touch upon the brackets since all the first four games will be over, and then we'll be on to the actual tournament itself. One of the best times of the year. Oh. There's just basketball on. Basketball, 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 just all weekend long for three I straight will, weekends. I will say, do enjoy college basketball or basketball more than the NBA. That's for darn sure. Uh, only this uh, time of year, because I'll take NBA playoffs yeah. over. Any, you know, that's a it's a great time of basketball. Did you guys NBA see LeBron's travel? I saw him get rejected by his own yet. By a white guy. Okay. Yes, by a white guy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I saw him get I saw him get rejected at the rim. I didn't see that. I just saw him travel because there's something on Instagram. Oh yeah, no, it was. Uh, I didn't I didn't watch the game. I just saw the, um, the highlights of him getting blocked. All right, Tim. Good. We will talk to you on Wednesday. All right. All right. Bye, Flynn. I right, see you, Tim. Bye, Tim. Jeff, go have a wonderful night. <laughs> right, bye. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Losers, 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 losers. Winners and losers for episode. We're at seventy-three. Yes. We're yes, getting up there. Yes. All right, winners and yes, losers. Uh, first up, Tim Tebow has been demoted oh. to the minors of Toward the Mets. AAA? Uh, I believe AAA, yes. Do you think that we will say – so clearly this is a loss for Tim Tebow because uh, we thought we were going to see him on the opening day roster. But do you think there's a chance that he can sniff the majors this year? Uh, probably September call-up, yeah. Yeah, okay. Aside from September call-up, do you think he could make it to the majors before September? And I'm not saying late August, like before All-Star break. I, I think the only, the only time you ever – I mean, if there's an injury, sure, maybe. Uh-huh. But, like, if there's no injury and they just call him up, the only pe- people they call up from the minors that just – when there's no injury, they just need a player is if they're a young prospect and they can help the team win. And then – because when you bring him up, you can't bring him back down. Yeah. Unless it's an injury. Mm-hmm, okay. So the only, I think the only way he can go up there is if it's an injury. Cause he's not really – I don't think he's in the future plans for the Mets. Yeah. So I think if it's an injury, you can come up. But if it's not, if it's not an injury, you I don't expect to see him until September. Okay. Uh, next up on the what, what do you think? What for Tebow? Yeah, I think he'll make it up to the roster. I think so. it'll be after the All Star break, but I don't think it'll be as I don't think it'll be a September call up because I don't expect the Mets to be very good this year. Well, I mean, so. they they could be down one or two uh, outfielders or something like that and call him up for. A spot or, I don't know, something like that. Well, if he gets in contact with Jose Canseco, he might be able <laughs> to get up there faster. Um, all right, so next up on winners and losers, uh, A-Rod. Wa- so A-Rod got you know, engaged with uh, J-Lo, and it was something that I didn't realize at the time. It took me uh, it, in social media to bring it to my attention. A-Rod was wearing his World Series ring at the time of the engagement. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Did you catch that? That's got to be the biggest, like, look <laughs> at me. 
during the engagement, like blacks I'm, I'm, blacks. yeah, I'm relevant. I did something. I promise. Um. So yeah, is that a win or a loss for Arod? Well, we're in the ring. Yeah, while he was proposing to J Lo, reminding the world that he was in <laughs> fact a World Series champion. I think in his eyes it's a win. Yeah, but you, you were saying. Uh, I take that as a win. It's a win. Okay, yeah. Championship we'll ring. Not many people have those. Got to remind everybody. I did test positive for steroids, but I came back. I did have two ten-year contracts, and I won a World Series. Oh, and now I'm calling Sunday Night Baseball, and I'm gonna be married to J Lo. So A Rod just kind of winning. If you Again, Kinsega might have something about to say about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's some dramatic turn of events there. Okay, uh, next up on winners and losers. So Johnny Manziel. Uh, was released by the CFL, yes. pretty much just banned by the CFL, <laughs> uh, I think is the best way to put that. And he has been signed to the AAF, the Alliance. Um, honestly, maybe this will make us start paying attention to it a little bit more. Did you see what AAF team he got signed uh, to? Memphis, right? Yes. Memphis team, right? Yes. San Antonio had a chance to sign him. They passed up on him for reasons that I don't know. Uh, but the way the AAF works is free agent pool like that. They give it to the worst record first. That's how they have their chance. And then they passed up on the right, so then Memphis got him. And uh, Memphis has had uh, Christian Hackenberg and one other terrible quarterback that used to that, that was around for one year in the NFL um, trying to – I think Zach Mettenberger was, in, was yep, the name. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Hackenberg and Mettenberger. And then now we're going to trot out Johnny Manziel. So any other college quarterbacks that were – Normally above, or I would say above normal, um, we want to give a shot at the AAF, but you can't quite cut in the NFL. They're just they're, that's a business that's wide sure. open for you. Uh, so good for Manziel because he's playing football again. I'm going to say that's a W, and uh, it might be enough for me to actually tune in to a AAF game next week. No promises, Sounds but I, good to but me. I might. Sounds good to me. I'm just saying I'm not I'm I'm leaving the door open. I'm not shutting that and saying I won't watch it, but. I'm no promises. Football, well, football. no, not true because <laughs> the NFL way better than this. Even college football, you could argue, is better than this. So, um, all right. Next up on the winners losers list, Conor McGregor was arrested in Miami for smashing a phone. Win, uh, absolute win, absolute, absolute win for him because then he got bailed out of jail and went on a run after. It's just absolute dominance displayed by Conor McGregor. So Shows he's win. an alpha. Oh, absolute. <laughs> It's a mega alpha. Get that phone out of my <laughs> fucking face. And then he smashes it on the ground. Nobody will put a phone in his face again. Uh, yeah, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know, man. They might just provoke him again. Um, I think this goes back to just like the whole Westbrook and Dolan thing that we were talking about earlier. Is there's sometimes that you can, I, I, as much as we sit back, and so this is how much my thoughts have changed in the, in the 45 minutes since I made those <laughs> comments. Um, well, it's easy to sit back and say, hey, don't let that stuff affect you. If you have a case like Westbrook or McGregor where someone's putting a phone or something in your face, like you have to you have to try your hardest to not react and give in to them because at the end of the day, they do just want the reaction. But, um, I mean, I understand why they do it. They get fed up sometimes. But they have to know that they are just elevated to a point now where it's – and there's cameras everywhere that you cannot act a fool like this. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, when it comes to the fam- – I mean, I've seen – I haven't seen many famous people in my life, but whenever I do, it's never like this whole – shove a phone in their face and stuff like that. It's kind of just like, all right, I see you, and kind of just walk by. <laughs> yeah. It's never like... The, the you got to let him be. Last time I saw a famous person was... Oh, you're, you're, you're going to like this one. Saw Raven Simone in New York City <laughs> about almost four years ago. 
with their pink drades sitting outside some five-star hotel. <laughs> the last three famous That people. was so raven on sitting there on the steps like that. So raven. I can only tell you the last three <laughs> famous people I've met because I do. I just I happen to remember who they are in, in this order were um, most recently Jeff Goldblum, mm-hmm. uh, Anna Ferris. Okay. And those two were while I was working at the farmhouse, and then uh, the third most re- or the third one was from my freshman year of college in Hawaii. It was Steve Smith back when he was oh, in the Panthers. Oh, that's sick. Walked into Lids. I sold him a couple hats. That's sick. I, d- I had no idea who it was up until, it, it, like, straight up. I saw the L.A. tat, and I was just like, oh, from L.A.? And he goes, yeah. Yeah, I don't live there right now, but that's where I'm from. Head to toe in Reebok gear, so I knew something was up as right around Pro Bowl time. I just didn't put two and two together. And then Hell of chill and shit? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then he went to buy, uh, bought three hats, and he had a Lids card, but it was expired, so I had to renew it. And uh-huh. by renewing it, it got like I got points, which was like, you know, incentivized for a raise or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so go to go to get Stephen Smith, his, uh, his card renewed, and I just go, can I get your name? And he goes, Steve. And I go, last name? And he just kind of looks at me. And I was just like, and I and I look back at him and I give him an eyebrow pop, like, "What's your fucking last name, bro?" <laughs> and uh, and he says Smith. And I just look down, I punch that in, I and then I go, <gasps> and I look up, and then I go right back to the keyboard. <laughs> and I'm just like, "All right, we don't need your phone number, but give me your zip code and or, or, I mean your yeah your zip code." And he does that, and I renewed it for him. And I was like, "Have a good one, man." And uh, but yeah, I just hadn't. I mean, like he came over from the surf shop next door. You just to, weren't expecting a pro football player to be walking in the list. Come in and just yeah. get three of the most touristy hats either, too. You've got a bunch of Hawaii snapbacks, and it's just <laughs> like, okay, these aren't that cool. They're on clearance, like, but I, I see whatever, you know, got to get the, the mementos for the family. But, yeah, it was just like I went up to him when he first walked in. I was like, hey, how's it going? Okay, nice tab, blah, blah, bullshitted with him. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm from the San Francisco area. And then uh, he just, like, was like, if you need any help, let me know. And then I went back to the register and – Less than five minutes later, he came up with the hats, and then that was the interaction I had with him. But it's a very, an- cool. very anticlimactic. But it was just kind of, it was weird how it was just I literally treated him like he was a normal person. I was because <laughs> I had no, if he if he, he walked probably, in with the probably, jersey or the pads, of course I would have known it was Steve Smith. You know, he probably he probably enjoyed that for the bit that he. He were you just he just thought you were he or you just thought he was a normal person. Yeah, I remember I remember for at least a day or two or not a, not two the the that night I went home and I looked on Twitter on his Twitter feed to see if he would like tweeted out something about like some awkward white <laughs> hats. I did that not. W- make, that would have been funny. I did not make his time. That would have been funny. <laughs> All right, this freak from the lids. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take the giant L there. I'm on the loser list for that story. All right, next up on the winners losers list, uh, Kyle Busch gets his 200th career NASCAR win. With a win at Fontana Speedway today, Flan, uh, you are not the biggest NASCAR fan. I know Fontana Speedway though. You do? Yes. Okay. Went to Hard Summer there. Had the best weekend of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, totally relevant. Uh, oh, yeah. sorry. I'd, sorry. <laughs> Watching an insane alley oop I just saw on TV. In the, in the Pistons game. Yes. All right. Uh, so that's a win for Kyle Busch. He's done a lot of wins. win for Flan. Too. It was a win for Flan. Win for Flan because he had a great time at Fontana. <laughs> <laughs> great time. Harder than hell, but it was a fun time. Fast times at Fontana. Was uh, Oh, I was, I was that, you should do that. Just make it a vlog next time you go to Fontana. Fast times at Fontana <laughs> that's a bad, with Flanagan. That's a bad idea. Okay. At that at that event that I went to, bad idea. Strap a GoPro <laughs> to your head. Oh. Just watch where you win. All right. Uh, what? <laughs> next freak up, out. Next up on the winners losers list, uh, the Calgary Flames. They are the second team in the NHL to punch a playoff spot. So, or, or to reserve a playoff spot, if you will. Uh, so, congrats to the Flames. W there. They're on the winner list. 
Um, next up on the winners losers list, because I know Flan hasn't watched any hockey this year. Um, the only hockey news I know is that whole Evander Kane thing that happened lately. That's the only thing I know. Oh, the sad thing with his yeah, wife. That's yeah, the only thing that's very about. sad. Um, and then also, you know, that Gritty has a dick now. You're welcome. Um, he does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. He's got a very weird, very weird. So they confirmed belly button. It. And Gritty's got a dick. No, I posted pictures on t- on Twitter about it because oh. I was. They showed pictures of him after he went streaking, and the co- like the costume is detailed, man. That's all I gotta say. Is Google search Gritty NHL or Gritty Flyers, Gritty NHL gr- streaking any any one of those combinations, or just go look at the show's Instagram page uh, at Cohort Sports Report because we made sure to throw it up there. It was just the 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 belly button was the weird part, and then <laughs> and then afterwards you realize. No, the weird part is that he's packing. Like, <laughs> they put that much detail into this costume. All right. Uh, next up on the winners, losers list, the Philadelphia 76ers and the Golden State Warriors. They two, or those two, join the Bucks and the Raptors as now four teams that have clinched a spot in the NBA playoffs this year. So uh, I think now is officially like where the dubs will kind of go into coasting mode. We might see them dip a little bit in play, and then they might, or or they might be slowly getting it turned into gear here with the way they've been playing lately. I'm not sure. It could go one or two ways. I know the, that sounds pretty obvious. Well, the the one thing about with them is that with the Golden State Warriors, it's uh, I've noticed. I don't know if you've noticed this too, but I think we maybe we did talk about this. Um, Demarcus Cousins plays a lot better when Kevin Durant is not on the floor. Yes, you made you've made that. Um. I was uh I, I think I th- I think hopefully Bob Myers sees that cuz I don't think DeMarcus Cousins is going to get some huge contract after this year. No, no. So he can maybe get so much from the dubs. But yeah, but I mean but I mean if you if he has to go test free agency, I don't think any team's going to throw a boatload of money at him. Do you think so? No, I don't see a ton of money, but I think he could definitely get a nice payday. Yeah, so I mean, w- wouldn't you think that maybe the Warriors would just, would just like, sub KD and I think for the most, Cousins? The most the Dubs could give him would be eight to nine million dollars a year, and I think that he could go out on the open market to get about thirteen, fourteen million dollars a year. Okay, that's just my that's my guess. I'm just throwing numbers out there. That's They're also expecting what's his name to be back next year. That's injured right now. Their rookie center. Remember the guy that was in the G League for the longest time from Vanderbilt. He's like a seven foot kid. That was that was a center when Demarcus was injured, and then he got hurt. He's out the whole year. Huh. Damian Jones. Oh okay. Yeah 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 yeah. He's not seven feet tall though. Oh well, though I guess they'll just use him next He's year. He's got or that something. karate headband that he wears out there. Um. Yeah. No. I so I'm 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 interested to see what happens with the uh, with the playoffs. I definitely want to see them lock up a championship first before we worry about all the roster moves that have to happen because. That's just, in all honesty, that's what's going to come. At least with this team, is the expectation now is you win a championship, and then we'll worry about all that BS later. Yeah, true. So, all right, and then last up on the winners, losers list, Rory McIlroy won the Players' Championship at uh, TPC Sawgrass this weekend. Did you watch any of that tournament? Um, I just saw that Tiger got a quadruple bogey on Friday. Yeah. He was like he was like two or th- I think you said he was like two or three off the lead, and he went from there to like he dropped it back plummeted. to about ninth or something like that. It was not yeah not so good. Um, That's right. about the only part of the champ of the players championship I saw. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. So that'll do it for winners and losers. Now it's time to wrap it up with the pop culture update. Are you are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter.
it just doesn't matter, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's on the news, or in the news, that's why. Um, Flan, first up, I want to revisit our uh, new segment that we've introduced, a segment within a segment uh, for the Pop Culture Update, reading Jose Caseco's tweets. So... Um, he posted a video four days ago saying 500-foot bombs at my softball tournament last weekend. Uh, then he followed that up with another tweet that said, I challenge anyone out of my age to outdistance me in a softball home run derby or golf long drive competition. Next tweet, senior softball, come out and check out the tournaments there. There are some great athletes out here. So he's doing his best to promote. Four days ago, he posts a... Uh, article linking Jessica Canseco denies Alex Rodriguez cheating rumors, and then he says, you lied to defend that piece of shit, Jessica. I told you not to open up that, that can of worms. Time to polygraph and tell the truth now. Four days ago, polygraph time. Four days ago, Jessica, you're calling me a liar, and you just forced me to defend myself and tell the truth. Here comes the biggest story ever about Alex Rodriguez and yourself. The truth hurts. Do not turn away or hide from a polygraph. All this because he's a, he's accusing A-Rod of cheating on <laughs> J-Lo with his ex-wife. Jennifer Lopez, I hear you're a very good person. I'm sorry you're caught up in the middle of this, but the truth has to be told. Alex Rodriguez, I challenge you to a polygraph. Are you man enough to face me? Remember when you told me you were a man's man? Alex, show me now how much of a man you really are. Face the truth. Face the polygraph. We're almost there, guys. Alex, since you are a man's man, why don't you contact me and we'll talk about it face-to-face. You know how to reach me. I don't know why he's not adding him this whole time. Just add A-Rod, and then he'll, it'll pop up in his yeah. mentions. Uh, get ready for my new podcast called The Truth Hurts. <laughs> Might have to peep that one uh, after you listen to this, of course. I should run for president. At least I will tell the truth, bound by the truth. You guys wanted the truth. Now you're going to get it. Podcast launching in a week. Hashtag Canseco. The truth hurts. Um, oh, excuse me. Bless you. Sorry. Allergy season, baby. Last tweet. Uh, maybe you're just allergic to all this bullshit uh, that Canseco spewed. That too. That too. All right. Last tweet here. A-Rod, what happened to your eye? Did one of your girlfriends do that to you to stop being <laughs> such a liar and a cheat? I'll say Canseco's off, his, off his, uh, his meds. If he's on meds. I don't know. That's a dangerous ac- accusation. But eight hours ago, that's what he was tweeting. So those were Jose Canseco's tweets. Flan, your thoughts? Um, yeah, he's just speaking. What he, he's do? He's he's taking. He's using the Twitter platform for what's meant. <laughs> speaking your mind. So for its intended purpose. Good for him. Textbook. <laughs> textbook. textbook Twitter use. Yeah, textbook Twitter use. Okay. Next up on the pop culture update, what do you have for us? Um, I don't have much, but what I do have is the uh, we had we had a trailer for the new uh, Avengers Endgame movie came out. Okay. It looks juicy, but they have their they have hidden every single battle scene, which is really the only reason why I watch these movies for the action. So it kind of pissed me off. But the the funny thing is that they had a poster uh-huh. for the new movie, and they had all the people that are still in like they haven't been killed off or whatever. And one of them, the one of the people in the poster is a woman who happens to be African American, and they completely forgot to put her name and credit her on top of the poster. Oh no! So. A lot of people on Twitter are freaking out. Plug it back in. And they fixed it, but I thought it was pretty funny. It was a very ironic that it was a, a female African-American today that just left off the poster. I think I see that headline right now. Fans pointed out a glaring, yeah. glaring omission <laughs> on the new Avengers poster. Um, do you know that Netflix, why they're pulling all their Marvel stuff is because 
Uh, Disney's about to have their own streaming service. Disney's gonna well, Disney's taking over those rights because they got it from they, they yeah, bought they, out they, Fox everything except Fox News well, and Fox Sports. Also, they have a streaming service. Yeah, Mary- Apple's coming out with their own too. You'll have Apple, you'll have Disney, you'll have Netflix, you'll have Hulu, you'll have Amazon, and then whatever the other ones it's are. Just, the it's just a matter of time before movie theaters go out of business and they start posting these well, movies on streaming. Yeah, but I mean, instead. it's interesting because all the Marvel stuff is going to go with Disney because Disney owns it. So yeah. it's like, is this the last? What I'm trying to get long form question: Is this the last Avengers movie that they're coming out with? Or are they going to still make more of these? Um. I don't know. I've been trying. To, I've been Infinity War and Endgame kind of sound like bookends. You know, but what no, I'm but saying? they, like they, that, they that want the, they want this whole thing to continue. But their plan, of course, is, they do. But their plan is like they want this to be like an era where it's you know they had an era where they had comic books. You go to the store, buy a comic book, read the comic book. Yeah, they're trying to make this like an era where it's like a t. Te- it's like a movie, and the whole story continues through movies. They uh. do it for a while. So um, supposedly they're trying to make it. They're gonna kill off or there's contracts that end there's some contract stuff that end with the original avengers mm-hmm. and then they're gonna keep some contracts and i think they're gonna start like a whole new avengers squad with like spider-man and black panther and that kind of stuff but i'm not sure because i don't know what's gonna happen because they still have the spider-man movie coming out in the summer suppose they're making Bl- guardians of the galaxy 3 and black panther oh. 2 but Still their last it. Avengers movie is this one, so I'm not sure how the whole cinematic universe is going to yeah, play luck. out. That's like when they started playing around with the Star Wars thing. But it doesn't um, matter because Game of Thrones starts in four weeks. And that's all what? that matters, baby. I actually found out that I have HBO now. Like, dude, through, I am telling you. Contract. I am telling you, dude. Yeah, you're getting excited. I'm more excited for Hard Knocks. But no, but like if you know. Yeah, Hard Knocks is pretty good. Yeah, yes, yes. There's a reason why every effing person in this, in this world watches uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, for violence and sex. No, it's the best show. It's the the, the script. The screenwriting is awesome. The story screenwriting is awesome. The acting is great. The I mean, it's just it's just so intriguing. It's about power and just people. What people will do for just to be the best or be be at the top of anything. Have all the power in the world, and and with that comes a lot of sex and action and violence. Sounds amazing. I can't believe you don't want to watch it. I cannot yeah, believe that. I'm part of that part of that small population. All right. Just too cool for it. Um. Yeah, man. I just don't have. You know, <laughs> like I. I didn't. I didn't. We didn't get HBO until actually. I found out that it was actually good with the last renewal that we had with AT and T. But then at this point, I'm just like, it's so late in the game, and I don't really sit around and stream stuff anyway. Like I added some more stuff to my Netflix queue, but it's gonna take me a month to watch it. You know, so. I just don't. I'm not gonna binge Game of Thrones like that. And each episode's what, like an hour long? Mm-hmm. What is there? Twelve episodes a season? There's six Ten. seasons. Yeah. There's they're on eight now. So there's but there's first so six. That's the first sixty six, hours. The first that I'd six have to or binge. ten. The seventh one is seven episodes. So I have to binge for like upwards of sixty, seventy hours to get caught up, and I just don't have that in me. I can do that in two weeks. It's that good. Oh, okay. Well, more power to you. There's lots of sports on around this time the of year, too. The new season the, best the new season's about about hour and a half per episode. Streaming season is coming up in the summer because you can still watch a baseball game uh, half-assed, you know, and keep up with the box store or box score and then stream stuff. Whereas, like, with basketball and football, you've, you've got to watch the whole game to really get a grip for it, you know? Totally. All right, next up on the uh, pop culture update, J.K. Rowling has opened up her mouth, and she opened um, a whole new can of worms. She upset her fans. Uh says, here's why J.K. Rowling's comments on sexuality have angered some fans. Rowling gave an interview for the special features on the Blu-ray l- release of Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, 
which is also another industry in which, I mean, another avenue in which they're sucking every last ounce of blood out of a franchise, a very successful franchise now. Um, she, <laughs> she said that the characters of Dumbledore and Grindelwald had an intense sexual relationship. Their relationship was incredibly intense. It was passionate. It was love. It was a love relationship. But as happens in any relationship, gay or straight or whatever label we want to put on it, one never knows really what the other person is feeling. You can know. You can believe you know. So I'm less interested in the sexual side, though I believe there's a sexual dimension to this relationship than I am in the sense of my emotion. I'm not even going to finish reading that. That's so stupid. JK, you wrote the book. You wrote the book. If, if all this stuff is coming up is a uh, really introspective, uh, you know, afterthought. Like, I think you're just coming up with this stuff as BS. I saw tweets earlier today. If, you, I, if they were gay, why don't you just say it in the book? Right? Like, what? You know, now you. Now I feel like what this is. No, is the thing is that she wrote those books when the whole, there was, like, no, like, sensitivity or I don't know what the word is for it, but there's like there was, like, not such a, like. Culture. Yeah, for it. And now she's, like. Or when it wasn't as out in the open. Yeah. And, no, I mean, it's fine. If she's using this as a ploy to try and sell more books, I get it. But it's just, like, sh- shut up. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I'm so tired of this. Like, you wrote the books how many years ago? Stop trying to get people to come back and, and philosophize over your, your writing, over a wizard. Okay? Yeah, the last book, I think, was written, like, almost 10 years. I think it was, like, 12 years ago now. Of which they were so long, I stopped reading, and I just watched uh, the movies. I, I read them. They're, they're good. Good well, I'm sure they were, they were good books up until the point up until the point where they started getting to be like 700 pages. I'm like, am I reading? That's the fourth one. Am I reading Harry Potter? That was the I, best book, actually. Or am I reading an encyclopedia? So that was the best one. I did. I got to four, and then I and then I was given number five, and I never read it. Oh, I feel bad. five. Five was probably the worst one of them. Order all. of the Phoenix. Half of Prince is all right, then uh, Deathly Hollows is good, but Goblet of Fire was the best. In my Ryan read that book like eight times. Ryan Perry. This is a good tweet. J.K. Rowling confirms some characters in her books and movies are gay everywhere except <laughs> in the books <laughs> or, in, or, the, or the movies. <laughs> That's pretty good. I actually like that one. Um, yeah, nobody cares. You're just trying to get your stuff relevant again. I get it. It's. I think every other book she's written has not done Aww, anything. Oh man, Dick Dale died at 81. Legendary guitarist, and I know once I play this song, you're gonna know exactly uh, what song it is. Have you ever seen? Um, well, the the Black Eyed Peas sampled it, but have you ever seen Kill Bill? Yeah. So Dick Dale and the Deltones. This is Miserlou. Oh nope, that's a YouTube ad. Okay, so we gotta wait. But yeah, that's a 81 years old man. Oh, okay. Well. We got five more seconds here on this ad, and then you'll be able to recognize this song. I promise. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the guy who did that uh, has passed away. You know, interesting fun fact. R- that's R.I.P., baby. That's all just played on one. Um, I don't, because I'm not that musically inclined, but it's all on one string of the guitar. He's just... Bounce it up and down the front. Really? Yeah. It's just all one just as he goes. And it's just changing. Yeah. So you could get someone who's better at explaining music to give you the official terms as to what's going on there. But I could show you with. So like the thing you do when you're in a guitar here, you hit the orange button and you just hit the whammy while you're. No, not the whammy. (laughs) So you're still strumming, but you're only strumming one string on the guitar, right? I think it's like the bottom one. And then you've got your hand, you got your index finger up on the top fret, and then you just slide that up and down the neck of the guitar. As you do that, but you stay on the one 
the one uh um, the one string right and then you just do 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 as you go up and down and that's what was so uh crazy about that to me at least i that's it helped me appreciate it um all right next up on the pop culture update lori laughlin you see the the rich kids getting paid you know paying to get into school so the Hallmark Channel is done with her. <laughs> no more Hallmark movies for Lori Laughlin. I wonder if uh, ABC Family will still po- uh, play Full House episodes. I wonder if she'll be on uh, Netflix, if they're going to cut Fuller House episodes or not. Um, and then her daughter has dropped out of USC amidst pressure that she That sucks. That's kind of BS. I feel like, I mean, she brought, did, she, did she know in the first place or did she not know? I think she knew. Well, did you see the video that she posted to her YouTube? No, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I think she did know because now that I think about it, because in high school she wanted to drop out, but she, but her mom made her stay. So good parenting there. But then the mom went and dropped half a million freaking dollars to get her into USC. Then her daughter goes and she has a successful YouTube page as an influencer, air quotes, because hmm. that's what we're doing now. Um, and and she goes on and she says. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try school. I can't promise I'm going to go to class that much, but I really want to have fun at, like, the tailgates, parties, and the games. Like, I want to get the full experience. And it's like, hello, you dumb bitch. <laughs> like, the part of the full experience is going to class and getting your work done, too. You know? Like, nah, it's not all just partying the whole time. Like, yeah. sorry. You do that, you end up like me. Okay? <laughs> you would not end up graduating six years later after two different schools. Because that's because you had too much fun when you were younger. But you'll learn eventually. So actually, she won't have to because she's rich and famous. I learned. I got my act together. You did. Took some time. But yeah. Anything else for the uh, pop culture update for you? I am Gucci on my end. You're good. That was a very very quick episode today. We were efficient. We covered a lot of ground. I love being up. efficient. Yeah, efficiency. So, all right, uh, Flan, what do you got? Are you gonna be here on Wednesday? I will be here on Wednesday. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, just Playing games will be over too, right? We don't, we don't have to do I believe, that. BS. I believe. Well, it depends on what time we start. If we if we start at what time we've been doing, like at five thirty six, I yeah. think there might be one or two. Pla- there might be one planned game left. Oh, they're not uh, all on Tuesday. They're all on Tuesday. No, no, no. It's two on Tuesday, two on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. It doesn't. I mean, honestly, like I looking at I that. I hate pr- p- picking those games. But looking the at play. the. But looking at the. You mean the winner of those games? Yeah. Looking at the bracket, I'm gonna be completely honest. Like, if ASU beats St. John's, they have a chance of beating Buffalo. But Buffalo is a pretty good team, so I'm not. I'm not too confident that I would pick any of the play-in game winners. The first four. Can't I wonder what a bracket would look like if you just picked favorites for the entire thing. Like the whoever was the highest seed and just had yeah, that go the whole way. You probably go about five hundred because there are quite a few upsets, and you got to look at matchups like eight and nines and seven and tens. I feel like are relatively close. They're teams that are that are in the same ballpark with each other. They might just get a certain ranking because they play in a certain conference, you know. Um, so, and then you've also got to account for uh, the five twelve matchups. Those usually have at least one or two epi- uh, upsets a year. Um, another one is the 13-14 seed. You occasionally get a 14 seed that just comes in and, and has a nice matchup against a three seed. So, But that's all stuff that we'll break down on Wednesday. Um, so, okay, uh, we're back. We're going to try and keep this on track. We had a nice little mini vacation there. Thank you for listening. Uh, to the haters and losers, of which there are many. Go fuck yourself. Until next time. Do says. That's what I thought you said. Now let me offer this as a rebuttal. Yeah. Hey. 
steady, I'm pushing and popping. You and I ready, yo, happen. Moonwalk, Philly Jean, ooh, feeling like I'm Michael Jackson. OJ Glove don't fit the skid. Gotta go meet me there instead. Most of my friends were going flick. Danger if I'm off getting head. In the whip by your baddie. Text me that addy. Showing ass on Insta. Let them know you got a fatty. Where you been? I've been working. Even on damn sad days. Overtime on a holiday. Making that St. Pass Day. Time and a half in my bag. Louis a chap. Scaring. You don't know Jack. I gotta laugh. Cause who you thought? Kangaroo? Mmm, cute nigga. Oh shit. They be saying I should model like this. You don't know squat. Pull up a squat. New kid, I'm squat. Wait till I drop. I can tell this. That girl be squat. Lulu lemons on B sting. Sleep together, that's dream team. I'm awake cause it's Monday. Start the week, shit, bullshit. I don't get paid enough to be here past the time of my full shift. Bet on Friday, I'm leaving two minutes early, checking up the deuces. Vibrate, new phone, who this?